Hey, this is Chris. Welcome to Something About Astrology. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is September 12th. And happy birthday to my sister, Lee. Happy birthday, Lee. Yay, fellow Scorpio Midheaven person. Yeah. Wait, Aquarius? Well, I have the Scorpio Midheaven. Doesn't Lee have an Aquarius Midheaven like you? Oh, shoot. I totally messed that up. Lee, real quick, ignore that birthday Instagram message I sent you when I called you Scorpio Midheaven. That was my bad. Yeah, that's Elmi. And and happy birthday, Lee. Elmi has a bit of a sore throat. Uh, Mars is retrograde, so things are not going to be working properly for the next couple of months, including people's throats, potentially. Um, let's see what we got here. I have a lot of notes. <laughs> and, and we're coming off of a Sun-Neptune opposition, and that energy is kind of still hanging in the air today. Technically, that was Friday, but we might be feeling it all weekend, just kind of a foggy confused type of energy in the air try not to let your insecurities get to you or any thoughts you're having that you're not enough or that you know just don't let the the thoughts spiral out of control kind of a thing you might be feeling a little insecure right now and a little confused and just try to enjoy the weekend the best you can this is a literal astrological fog that will be passing most likely by Sunday. You might be feeling a little uh, clear, more clear-headed. In the meantime, the big thing we're working with is the Mars retrograde. Uh, Mars went retrograde on September 9th. That was last, I'm going to say Wednesday or thereabouts. Now, Mars retrograde is probably going to affect Aries folks more than anything and Scorpios more than anything. Mm, oh, no. Yeah, uh, hence uh, Almy's inability to speak loudly at the moment. But the reason for that is that Mars rules Aries, and there was a time when Mars also ruled Scorpio. So Scorpio also has a history with the planet Mars. So if you are an Aries, if you are a Scorpio, if you have Aries prominent in your chart, like if you have an Aries moon, if you're Aries rising, if you're a Scorpio moon, Scorpio rising... Uh, Mars and Scorpio, Mars and Aries, that kind of a thing, you're probably going to be feeling this retrograde more strongly than others. I personally have Mars conjunct my sun. Mars and the sun are within three degrees in my chart, so I do have a strong Mars influence, so we'll see how I do. We already have an idea of how Elmi's doing, Um, but it's going to be, you know, the next couple of months things are going to be perhaps not going as quickly as we want them to with Mars being retrograde. And again, when a planet goes retrograde, it doesn't mean it's literally moving backwards, but it does slow down quite a bit. And that planet is not as strong at that moment. And Mars has to do with anger, among other things. So we're going to be if you know if we want to we're going to be working with our anger these next couple of months kind of looking at what makes us angry and you know it's one of those deals where it's like you know you have to kind of look at yourself a little self reflection here and this has been one of those years where there's a lot of reasons to be angry definitely but 
it's going to be less about pointing the finger at at, uh, external things saying this is what's making me angry or this caused my anger. It's um, read a book on Buddhism. Okay, I don't know. know, Buddhists uh, talk about anger all the time and how to best take responsibility for your own anger. So there's my suggestion there. Um, While Mars is retrograde, our motivation can drop. We might not feel as vital as we normally do. And we can be more irritable, uh, you know, because we're already feeling a little stifled. You know, there's a tendency that we're already feeling vulnerable. So it could lead to arguments that wouldn't normally happen because we're already kind of in that place where, where we don't feel necessarily so great to begin with. So little things might really bug us over the next couple of months. I've put on our Instagram page that Mars retrograde reminds me a little bit of Mercury retrograde, except angrier. <sighs> so... You know, expect stuff with potentially like like with cars to go wrong because Mars is that just get in the car and drive, go forward, don't look back kind of energy. Anything like that that could potentially slow us down will most likely be slowing us down. If there are complications at work, in your career, if there are delays, that's probably part of this. Uh, But whenever possible, between now and November 13th, just do your best to try not to take yourself too seriously. Really try to find those moments when you are maybe getting a little ticked off about something and say, am I taking myself too seriously in this moment? And just do tons of meditation. I'm talking like five hours a day. Just sit there or or five minutes, whatever you can can do. But it is a slow down process. Period. And and it's going to be a little tricky because there's a lot of urgency in the air right now. And it's only going to become more and more urgent, especially as this uh, presidential election approaches in the U.S. Mars will be retrograde throughout all of that. So we'll see how that affects things. But uh, yeah, just do your best to stay in the moment the best you can. There is a, I don't know what you call him, I guess he's an astrologer. His name is Gaul Sasan. Uh, Gaul is spelled G-A-H-L. Sasan is S-A-S-S-O-N. And he's an astrologer, guru type. He's fantastic. He was saying that, especially between September 17th, and September 27th, there might even be some extra tension around this Mars retrograde time. And in that window, he's saying September 22nd especially could be very intense. And that's because Mars is forming a conjunction with Lilith. Almy, do you yes. know what Lilith is? Um, isn't she a biblical person? She's either that or Fraser's ex-wife. Yeah, exactly. I, I immediately thought of Fraser's ex-wife, and I think she is a biblical person too. Supposedly, Adam and Eve, before Adam it got with Eve, it was he, Lilith, there was right? Lilith, right? Yeah. yeah. So Lilith is technically not a planet or an asteroid or anything like that. Lilith is technically a point. And I'll do my best to explain what Lilith is, but we all have Lilith in our charts somewhere. And Lilith is supposedly our unconscious, like our our most primal raw emotions is is Lilith. And it's it's like our um just our deepest inner thoughts and, and, and that maybe our shadow side that we try to suppress but needs to be realized at some point. 
Anyway, Lilith is the point wherever the moon was in relation to the earth when you were born. That's the sign your Lilith will be in. And if you want to look yours up, uh, you can go online and Medium. There's this website called Medium, and you can look it up that way. So I guess if you just put dark moon Lilith Medium into a search field, it would pop up. And then you can see, based on your birthday, what sign your black moon Lilith is in. Almy and I both have Black Moon Lilith in Taurus, I learned. Oh. Um, but Lilith is is angry energy. It's aggression. It's it, it's riots at the uh, extreme, that kind of brutality. And we can potentially see the worst in other people when Lilith is doing stuff, as she will be between September 17th and September 27th. So in that time, really focus on trying to chillax if possible. And Gal Sassan, as I mentioned, is fantastic. If you want to sign up for his email list, I would encourage you. And Lori Johnson is another person who I really like. Uh, Lori is L-A-U-R-I-E, last name Johnson, just like it sounds. She puts out a weekly email, which is fantastic for me, at least, in terms of kind of guiding me through all these changes that are going on and what to expect coming forward or going forward and that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, again, with Mars in retrograde, this is actually going to be a time for reflection. It might be intense reflection, but it's a time to look inward and not try to blame other people or situations, even if they are causing us a ton of anger and rage, but to try to find what inside of us causes us to react that way and to get angry in the first place. It can also be a time for reconciliation, perhaps, because Mars is not going to be functioning in its normal um, way. People might be less likely also to carry a grudge. So if there is someone in your life who you feel like you maybe want to reach out to and, and offer the olive branch, this might be the time to do it between now and November 13th. But at the same time, if you don't feel you want to rattle that cage, there's no need to force the issue either. Um, let sleeping dogs lie is totally fine. And a show Elmy and I watched last weekend, I would recommend during this time, is called The Goes Wrong Show. It's a British show, and it was on Amazon Prime. And it made us laugh because it's a show about everything going wrong and there's gonna be a lot of that over the next couple of months it's like noises off if noises off were a tv show each um show is a different style of play that they spoof so they spoof a tennessee williams type of play they spoof a murder mystery and in each episode something purposefully multiple things go wrong and it's very very funny I love that British humor. It's Pisces humor, you call it, where people yeah. are just falling down. and. Yeah, I call it Pisces humor. Yeah, when people are dropping stuff and slipping and falling and, and always well-intentioned and good-humored, but uh, they just are just screwing everything up to me. That's always going to be Pisces humor. And it's also, in this regard, Mars retrograde humor because, try as we might, not everything's going to go right. I've been noticing just around our home uh, I'm not nearly as, um, well, I'm dropping things. I'm stubbing my toe more than I normally do. Usually I can like talk or look at my phone and drink a glass of water at the same time. <laughs> 
But if I try that lately, if I take a sip of water, I will start coughing and, and sort of choking on that water. And I chalk that up entirely to Mars in retrograde for messing with my coordination. Um, I'll talk a little bit about more about this, and then we'll get to the Ask a Scorpio segment. But just to give uh, a little example of Mars retrograde in motion, and this is on, I mean, there's so much going on in the world that's, that's heavy, of course, I'm, I'm, and I, I just go for the, the little silly stuff. But look at uh, tennis player Novak Djokovic last weekend at the U.S. Open when he inadvertently hit that ball at the line judge. You could tell from his reaction he had no intention of, of hitting that uh, judge or hitting her directly in the throat. But it happened, and that's Mars retrograde. It's you got to take responsibility for your anger, and you have to take responsibility for your actions because if you do act recklessly or negligently, you know, you're going to get that pushback right now. And, and they threw him out of the U.S. Open, and he's one of those guys who's one of the best ever, and any tournament he's in, he's always got as good a shot of anyone to win the entire thing and he got ejected and it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like was he trying to hit her did he really need to get ejected but the way the rule is written is pretty vague of course and just leaves it open to the discretion of the judges but it says something to the extent if you act with any sort of negligence you're out and they said that that counted and he was ejected and Djokovic, I looked him up. He does have an Aries moon. As I mentioned, people with Aries anything are going to be affected by this Mars retro. You can't just walk into the bar right now and say, who do I have to bang to get a drink around here? That's not going to fly, what? especially, I know, it's a joke. That makes, it makes sense to me only. But, but with Mercury in Libra, especially Mercury is how we communicate right now, and Mercury is in Libra, which demands more polished communication we're going to use manners we're going to respect other people and consider other people's feelings and mars or aries in general just doesn't get along with that type of thing it's like why do i have to be polite i'm going to take i'm going to destroy i'm going to use my power and that's just not going to work right now there's uh, too much um uh coming back on that so again if you're chill and if you're conscientious and all that you're going to be just fine but try not to do things impulsively, even small things, you know. And I mentioned last week that the last time Mars was retrograde in Aries, well, the last time was Mars, Mars was retrograde in Aries was in 1988, but the time before that was in 1973, around the time of the Watergate scandal when the information was getting out there that something fishy was about at the, the Watergate Hotel. Yes. Is that right? Okay. And anyway, now that Mars is retrograde in Aries again, on Wednesday, September 9th, just three days ago, on the exact day Mars went retrograde, we've got this story that came out about Bob, uh, what is it, Woodward? Yes. Bob Woodward talking to Donald Trump. That was a little eerie to me, uh, the timing of it, because Bob Woodward was, of course, very much involved in the Watergate scandal, and here he is again involved in breaking the Watergate scandal and breaking Not in the scandal right I, I wasn't yeah. implying that it was his idea or that he was, uh... <laughs> it was all Bob Woodward <laughs> yeah and he was the mastermind he was the mastermind he was able to uh, place the blame on Nixon and uh Woodward is scary um, <laughs> no but uh here it is uh, Woodward talking to Trump um and again I made those connections between Nixon and Trump in terms of the authoritarian type of leader who says you know do what I say I'm in charge 
follow my orders or you're fired type of deal. And it did not go well for Nixon in 73. We'll see if this has any effect on Trump. I don't think it will just because, you know, his his followers are going to always love him no matter what he does. Um, but we'll see. I'm, I'm keeping my eye on that who is this good for this mars retrograde thing is there any sign that could not necessarily benefit but who's going to come through this the best um if i had to like just put my two cents out there i'm thinking libra energy and i'm thinking pisces energy might do well or better than other signs during this time because libra and pisces are not as dependent on mars uh aquarians might fare better too because Aquarian is n- is not me first energy. Mars is all about me, 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 the self. Um, something in Libra, Pisces, Aquarius, you might you know do okay here. And then Cancer and Capricorn, perhaps too. You know, all the cardinal signs this year have been squaring each other, and with Mars being weakened a little bit, maybe Cancer and Capricorn will get a little break over the next couple months. But, you know, fire signs like myself, Leo, Aries, you know, we're out of luck. We have to realize it's not about being awesome right now. It's, we're so good at being awesome, us fire signs, and it's going to be tough for us to try to suppress that, I know, over the next couple of months. But we can do it. We can do it. Mm-hmm. And Almy, as I mentioned, is a Scorpio. She's already feeling the effects of Mars Retro. And I'm going to attempt to ask Almy a question. We don't want her to talk too much this podcast because her throat does need to rest. But Almy, as I mentioned, Mars is retrograde, so there's going to be a lot of anger and frustration out there the next couple of months. At the same time, I mentioned the planet Mercury is in Libra. Libra is going to require us to be polite and to be thoughtful in our actions and our responses. And it made me think of Fraser Crane. Maybe it's because we talked about Black Moon Lilith, and mm-hmm. Lilith, of course, is Fraser's ex-wife. Um, I know, Almy, you are... You have watched a lot of Frasier. I think you've seen all the episodes. If Frasier Crane was here today, what type of advice do you think he would give to people to survive Mars retrograde? Oh, man. Wow, what a great question. I think Frasier would say something like, we all need to look out for each other the way that the great moon looks upon down all of us. Even though it may be foggy outside with smoke, We cannot forget about the fire that we need to keep burning, and that is the fire of compassion in our hearts. Put out the real fires in California, but keep the fire in your heart strong. Look out for each other. I'm listening. Niles. I don't know. What else did Frazier say? I think that was great. I think that's exactly (laughs) what Frazier would have said. I think you're doing great, especially with your throat not at 100%. Which is because of the fires. This has nothing to do with Mars retrograde. My throat is not at 100% because the air is absolutely terrible. The air is awful. There are fires everywhere. And, you know, we, we of course, salute the firefighters and we thank them. Thank you. For, thank you so much. Yeah. For in California, all over the West Coast, there's just fires out of control. And um, thank you to the firefighters. I, I can't imagine just the what you guys are seeing and going through. Um, yeah. Yeah. Things got real. Sorry. Um, and thank you to the teachers, as long as we're thanking people. <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. This was the first week back to school for a lot of people. Thank you to the teachers. Thank you for the parents for maintaining your sanity. A lot is being asked of you right now. And um, what else we got? <laughs> so... 
Yeah, you know, I mentioned before, you know, as we're, there's just so many changes that are happening, and and where the planets are over the next five or six years is just going to accelerate these changes. And we talked about Uranus being in Taurus, and the last time Uranus was in Taurus was around the time of the Great Depression when Social Security came into existence. And Uranus is conveniently in Taurus again during a time when a lot of people are hurting. And the city of Long Beach has been uh, moving forward with a basic income pilot program to make sure that certain people have basic income to meet their needs to try to fight homelessness. And they're working on that. This thing is in beta, of course, and the money's going to come from private foundations and grants. But this is something to keep our eye on, not just in Long Beach, but all over, because Uranus stays in Taurus until 2026. Taurus is all about money. Uranus is all about big changes. So changes around money and finance, how we look at money, how we earn money are going to be accelerating and it will keep coming between now and 2026 over the next uh, several years. More short term. Let's look at this week real quick around the home stretch now. Uh, oh, yeah, the planet Jupiter. Jupiter was retrograde. So many planets retrograde this year. But Jupiter said, enough of this retrograde stuff. I'm going direct today, September 12th, on Chris's sister's birthday. With Jupiter going direct, there's going to be potentially more opportunity. There's going to be more positive thinking, growth, that type of stuff. Uh, Jupiter had been retrograde for four months. Because Jupiter is more of an outer planet, we might not feel this particular influence as strongly, but it is an optimistic influence, and it is a flu an influence that works with solutions and what's potential, uh, that kind of stuff. So it's a good thing. On Monday, September 14th, the sun will form a trine with the planet Pluto. So that's a favorable aspect, and it could be good for talking about difficult subjects, difficult things. If you have a, uh, something that you've been putting off because you're like, ah, I just can't deal with this right now. It's just too damn heavy. When the sun shines Pluto on Monday, that might be the time to make that phone call, send that email, whatever it is. And you might find that you'll uh, have better results or, or good results. That's, that's an okay time to talk about heavy stuff. People will be ready to talk about it. Um, there's going to be a Venus-Uranus square on Tuesday, September 15th. So again, with Uranus, that's change. It's also surprises. So there could be a surprise around a relationship because Venus would be relationships, or it could be around money, um, because Uranus is currently in Taurus. So on the 15th, maybe you'll have either a surprise around a relationship or money, or you'll have this breakthrough idea that of, of how to solve something that might have been bugging you in that department. On um, Wednesday, September 16th, the moon will form in opposition with Neptune. And again, anytime Neptune's involved with anything, there's going to be fogginess and confusion, um, so you might not be getting the full story on Wednesday the 16th, and that energy could carry into Thursday, September 17th as well. But also with Neptune, that's always great for creativity, dream stuff, and that kind of stuff. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not really detail energy. 
And we are on the home stretch of Virgo. So, you know, over the next week or so, this is the time to do any detail work that you need to get done. This is a great time for it. Uh, next weekend, the moon is in Scorpio all weekend long. So embrace the darkness. Put out your Halloween decorations. Although I think most Halloween fans put out their Halloween decorations in July this year. But if you do have some in the closet still, put them out next weekend when the moon's in Scorpio. And I don't know what else. I think that's good for now. But again, I keep saying this every week, hang in there, change, big, big, big changes are coming, positive changes are coming. They might not happen this year, but they're in the works, so hang in there. We love you guys. And Almy, do you want to do the breath thing, or you uh, do you need to tap out? Either either is fine. Sure. Uh, let's end this with a just nice, deep, relaxing breath for us all to center ourselves. So everybody, you can keep your eyes open or closed. If you're driving, keep them open. And let's take a very slow, deep breath through the nose. And slowly let the breath out through your mouth. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.